This is Garrison Hardy with your Cross Politic Daily News Brief for Thursday, September 29th, 2022. Happy Friday, Junior, everyone, as I like to call it for Thursday. Five weeks until a very special day for me, but for you guys, let's start with this. On this day in history, September 28th, 48 BC, Pompeii the Great is assassinated on orders of King Ptolemy of Egypt after landing in Egypt. In other news, Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, how'd that get there? Well, anyways. 1066, William the Conqueror, then Duke of Normandy, lands at Pevensey Bay. I think that's how I pronounce it. Pevensey Bay in Sussex, beginning the Norman Conquest of England. 1781, 9,000 American and 7,000 French troops begin the siege of Yorktown, which would ultimately lead to the surrender of Yorktown by Cornwallis, if I have that right. 1785, Napoleon Bonaparte, age 16, graduates from the, to my French friends out there, I'm going to mispronounce this, but what, here we go, from the Elite Ecole Militaire in Paris, <laughs> no, uh, Ecole Militaire in Paris, uh, 42nd in a class of 51, so there you go for Napoleon Bonaparte, 1850, U.S. Navy abolishes flogging as punishment, Hey, we need to bring that back. 1924, two U.S. Army planes end a round-world flight, Seattle to Seattle, with 57 stops along the way. Could you imagine? 1928, Prussia forbids speech from Adolf Hitler. Uh, it's almost as if they were saying uh, speech makes violence. Wait, what? No. Uh, 1944, Theodore Roosevelt Jr., son of President Theodore Roosevelt, is posthumously awarded the Medal of Honor for directing troops at Utah Beach during the D-Day landings. 1974, Ain't Nothing Like the Real Thing by Aretha Franklin Peaks at number 47. 1976, Muhammad Ali beats Ken Norton in 15 rounds for heavyweight boxing title. And that was all on this day in history for September 29th. September 29th. And how about some birthdays, though, for September 29th before we move on? 551 B.C., Confucius, Chinese philosopher and founder of Confucianism, is born on 551 B.C., September 29th. So, hey, that's a pretty cool birthday to share. 1919, Tom Harmon, American College Football Hall of Fame halfback and Heisman Trophy, 1940, and uh, went to Michigan and played for the L.A. Rams, and he was a broadcaster for CBS Sports, 1950 to 1962. He was born in Indiana during that time. So there you go, sharing some birthdays with those guys, and that was on this day in history. Now, before I dive into my news stories, a word from Dropwave. Do you have a podcast or are thinking about starting one? Does your church have a podcast feed for sermons? The dropwave.io is for you. Cancel culture is like walking on a thin glass bridge over the Grand Canyon. Every step you take could get you killed. Oh, I mean canceled. Sorry. Since the beginning, CrossPolitik has been working on being anti-fragile. So no matter what happens, our content can still be delivered to your TV and your podcast. This year, the Waterboy and his friend Jeremy have been working on building a podcast hosting solution for rowdy platforms like CrossPolitik, so you can be confident in your podcast will never fall through that glass bridge. Dropwave offers seamless onboarding for shows that have been around for years to easy-to-use solutions for starting your own podcast. Dropwave will track all your show's downloads by city, state, and country, and it offers network and enterprise packages for solutions like the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Free to speak. 
free podcast, free to start your journey now at www.dropwave.io. www.dropwave.io. On to the news. Still no charges for man who admits to shooting 84-year-old pro-life canvasser. A man who has admitted to shooting a pro-life canvasser earlier this month is still not facing charges and remains under investigation. Richard Harvey, age 74, admitted during a news interview that he fired off a, quote, warning shot from his 22 caliber rifle when he heard his wife allegedly arguing with the elderly pro-life activist. He then claims he tried to push away her clipboard and accidentally shot her in the front of her shoulder. Notably, the activist, who has not been named, claims she was shot in the back while leaving the residence. Quote, I came out and she is screaming and having a great old time and being told, I'm sure I heard at least a dozen times, you're trespassing, get off the property, Harvey told Wood TV's News 8. He, quote, fired a warning shot into a pine tree out front and then went to club away the 84-year-old woman's clipboard and the rifle went off, he said. Yeah, that seems like a reasonable response. Asked if he's afraid of facing charges, the man told News 8, it's always possible, I mean, I shot someone, (laughs) end quote. But Harvey remains in the clear as of Wednesday. The Michigan State Police are reportedly still looking into the matter and will forward the findings to the Ionia County Prosecuting Attorney's Office, where a decision will be made on potential charges. The activist was canvassing against the radical ballot proposal concerning abortion in Michigan, the Daily Wire reported. Right to Life Michigan said in a statement on Saturday that the woman was canvassing in her community of Lake Odessa, Michigan, when she was shot in the back while leaving a residence during a heated conversation the woman the victim was speaking to before the shooting was henry's wife sharon harvey according to the admitted shooter the story is gaining attention in light of the department of justice's targeting of a pro-life activist and a catholic father of seven mark hoke i think i pronounced that right who was arrested at his home in pennsylvania and friday by armed fbi agents over an alleged simple assault outside a planned parenthood clinic the doj has been sleeping on the dozens of attacks against pro-life pregnancy centers and churches by abortion extremists following the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Moving on, study COVID vaccines detected in 45% of breast milk. Great. Trace amounts of Moderna and Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccines were detected in new mother's breast milk, according to a study conducted by researchers, researchers in New York University. The report, Detection of Messenger RNA COVID-19 Vaccines in Human Breast Milk, was uploaded by JAMA, or JAMA Network, OPEN, which is a project of the American Medical Association on September 26th. Noting that the initial messenger RNA mRNA vaccine clinical trials excluded several vulnerable groups, including young children and lactating individuals. Mothers. Mothers. Not individuals. The New York University Long Island School of Medicine study attempted to address the research gap by tracking levels of the vaccine in a cohort of breastfeeding women. The study analyzed the breast milk of 11 healthy women and the five study participants receiving a Moderna COVID-19 shot and the remaining six receiving Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. The researchers sampled breast milk for five days post-vaccination, and trace amounts were detected in seven samples belonging to five different participants. 45% of study participants, therefore, saw COVID-19 vaccines taint their breast milk. 
Of the samples containing trace amounts of COVID-19 vaccine mRNA, two participants received a Moderna vaccine and three received a Pfizer vaccine. The study follows the British government's Department of Health and Social Care recommending against COVID-19 vaccines in pregnant and breastfeeding women, admitting that sufficient reassurance of a safe use of the vaccine for the demographic cannot be provided at the present time. The U.S. Centers for Disease and Control and Prevention, however, still recommends offering COVID-19 mRNA vaccines to breastfeeding individuals at the time of this study's publication. Other federal agencies have authorized the use of COVID-19 vaccines following a massive lobbying campaign launched by the pharmaceutical companies responsible for manufacturing the products. Additional studies into the vaccine have shown adverse effects in the health of its recipients, including altered menstrual cycles in women, lowered sperm count in men, and cardiovascular problems in children and young adults. And I've already covered this numerous times when it comes to sports for athletes, soccer players all over the world just dropping with heart attacks in record numbers. Do they really think this is a coincidence? Anyways, I digress. I'm not at sports yet. Moving on, House Republicans introduced legislation to redirect funds from IRS to Border Patrol. House Republicans, led by New York Rep. Claudia Tenney, introduced legislation Wednesday to redirect funds intended for the Internal Revenue Service, the IRS, to U.S. Customs and Border Protection, CBP, as the border crisis worsens. The legislation first obtained by the Daily Caller would rescind all the unobligated funds under the Inflation Reduction Act, which Biden signed in July for new IRS enforcement activities. These funds would be reappropriated for the CBP to hire additional agents and to secure the southern border. Republicans have expressed particular concern about the more than $80 billion in new funding for the IRS, which will allow the agency to hire up to 87,000 new employees. Although Democrats claim the increased funding will increase federal revenue and allow Congress to pay down the federal debt, GOP officials argue that middle class and poorer Americans will face more audits. Quote, the Biden administration's failure to secure the border and enforce our immigration laws has created an unmitigated disaster at our southern border that is impacting communities across the country. Meanwhile, President Biden and the Democrats in Congress are ignoring the problem and instead giving tens of billions of dollars to the IRS, or Ukraine, which the Republicans support, so they can audit an additional 700,000 working-class Americans, Tenney told the caller before introducing the legislation. Before moving on to my favorite topic, oh, just kidding, I've got another story. Before moving on to that story, though, Armored Republic, the mission of Armored Republic is to honor Christ by equipping free men with tools of liberty necessary to preserve God-given rights. In the Armored Republic, there is no king but Christ. We are free craftsmen. Body armor is a tool of liberty. They create tools of liberty. Free men must remain ever vigilant against tyranny wherever it appears. God has given us the tools of liberty needed to defend the rights he bestowed to us. Armored Republic is honored to offer you those tools. Visit them at ar500armor.com. That's ar500armor.com. Now, to that story I mentioned. Elon Musk. It's been a while since I've talked about Elon. Elon Musk expresses interest in doing business with Rumble. Elon Musk responded to Rumble founder and CEO Chris Pavlovsky on Twitter late Tuesday, suggesting that the two should perhaps meet up. Quote, maybe worth, ta- maybe worth talking at some point, Musk said to Pavzlaki. Pav- Pavzlaski, there we go. It all began when Russell Brand was censored by YouTube. Hey, Russell, we know something about that here across politics. We should talk. Which led to Brand moving to the rival platform. 
Brand released a video talking about that censorship, which was over COVID vaccine information. Again, that sounds so similar. And how YouTube leaves up videos that claim COVID vaccines are super effective while taking down those that question it. We have been officially censored by YouTube. They took down one of our videos for misinformation. But why are big media organizations not censored for misinformation in the same way? Is it because YouTube are part of the mainstream media now? Earlier this month, we did a video about the changing narratives around COVID, the pandemic and COVID treatments, in which we cited information on official government websites, which we misinterpreted. I'll have to be careful talking about it now, because I don't want to make the same mistake that's had one of our videos pulled down and an official warning issued. The good news is we're moving to Rumble. All of our content is up on Rumble first and we'll be streaming on Rumble every day. We have been persecuted for misinformation and it's right, we have a responsibility to make sure that the information we convey is absolutely 100% as accurate as it possibly could be. In the mistaken video, we said that the NIH were recommending the use of What we should have said is they're trialing That's what we should have said. You pointed that out to us. We made an apology video. We've taken that down as well. YouTube took down our original video. We've taken down the apology video because in case we reiterate the claim while apologizing for it. So both of those videos you can watch right now on Rumble. They're still live on Rumble. That's the reason we're joining them because they're not going to censor our content. And this misinformation strike and takedown demonstrates exactly what it is we're talking about. We made an error, in my opinion, a relatively small error and we're being penalized. For me, that looks like censorship. And the reason I think it looks like censorship is because there's mainstream media misinformation up all the time. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them, the virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. Now I think most of us know now that that's not true, but that video is up on YouTube right now. In my opinion, that's misinformation. So we're asking, is there one standard for independent news broadcasters like us on our channel and a different standard for what we would call the mainstream media? That video piqued Musk's interest, saying, quote, maybe worth talking at some point, he said. Rumble is a rival to YouTube and promises a censorship-free open platform dedicated to free speech in stark contrast to their primary competitor, YouTube. Now, everyone, it's time for my favorite topic, trade regulations. No, sports. It's, you get it. Anyways, Kyrie Irving reveals he gave up four-year, over $100 million contract to remain unvaccinated. Now, I get it. Kyrie Irving is kind of a whack job. He believes in the flat earth thing. He uh, is definitely not Christian, so we need to be praying that the Lord would bring him to his knees and he'd be a positive force in that way. But at least he's waking up to stuff like this. Brooklyn Nets point guard Kyrie Irving recently addressed the media regarding the uncertainty he had coming back to the Nets in the offseason and revealed he turned down a four-year $100 million contract to remain unvaccinated despite the Nets' demands he get vaccinated. Back in June, it was announced that Irving opted into the final year of his contract with the Brooklyn Nets that will earn him $36.5 million. Irving made the announcement through the Athletics' Shams Sharinga. Sharina, I don't know. 
telling him normal people in the world keep going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. I've made my decision to opt in. See you all in the fall, A11 even, end quote. During the Nets media day, Irving was asked about his decision and whether or not he had any doubt about the Nets. Uh, this time last year, it, it seemed like sort of a matter of time until you got the extension. Um, it didn't happen. Is that, like, do you say, okay, I'm going to get it. I'll have a good year. They're going to pay me. Or is there any, like, doubt in your mind that maybe it's not going to happen here? Uh, we had some internal conversations at the end of the season. Uh, we started to have uh, some that I felt were going in the right direction but it just didn't end up well going uh, into free agency and what that looked like uh, for the long term. And I understood all the Nets' points, and I respected it, and I honored it. And I didn't appreciate how me being unvaccinated all of a sudden came to be a stigma within my career that I don't want to play or I'm willing to give up everything to be a, a voice for the voiceless. And which I will stand on here and say that that wasn't the only intent that I had was to be in the voice of the voiceless. It was to stand on something that was going to be bigger than myself and that I was going to understand probably far into the future. You know, I don't, I don't know when. But I'll get back to my point in saying that there was a level of uncertainty of what this was going to look like of me coming back, and I had questions. They were answered truthfully, and that's all I needed. And now it's just having the support around me and giving the support to my teammates, and we go from there. I gave up four years, a hundred and something million, deciding to be unvaccinated, and that was the decision. Because contract, get vaccinated or be unvaccinated, and there's a level of uncertainty of your future, whether you're going to be in this league, whether you're going to be on this team. So I had to deal with that real-life circumstance of losing my job for this decision. So... I, I was dealing with all of those emotions while trying to uh, secure my, fu my future for my family, ultimately. So it's a lot of decisions that had to be made, but a lot of truthful conversations that gave me peace of mind to come back and, and really uh, just be all in. Like I said, Irving, he needs, his, he needs prayers, but he at least is waking up to some of the hypocrisy from our government. In any case, this has been your Cross-Politic Daily News Brief. If you like the show, hit that share button for me down below. If you want to come to our conference next week, if you want to sign up for a club membership to get that discount for the conference, or sign up for a magazine subscription, you can do all of that at FightLaughFeast.com. Go ahead. I'll wait. No, not really. Got to get going. As always, if you'd like to email me a news story, ask about our conference, or become a corporate partner of CrossPolitik, email me at garrison at fightlaughfeast.com. For CrossPolitik News, I'm Garrison Hardy. Have a great day, and Lord bless. <laughs>